Hey guys, it's Brandon here. Thanks for listening to our podcasts, and uh, we'll get there shortly. But first, I want to talk about a couple ways you could support the podcast. And uh, one of them is you could donate directly to us. Go to ComedyLOL.com, click on Donate, go right through PayPal. If that doesn't work, you can email me, and I'll meet you, and you can hand me money. <laughs> the other way you could do it without having to come out of your own pocket is if you shop on Amazon... We have a portal at our website at ComedyLOL.com, so go to ComedyLOL.com, click on the banner for Amazon, do your normal shopping as you would, and we get a piece of it. They send us a, a portion of whatever you spend. It doesn't cost you any more, but you have to use the portal each and every time. All right, guys, thanks a lot, and enjoy this episode. That's right, good things. Welcome, welcome one and all to another edition of To Serve Man, the show where we use episodes of The Twilight Zone as a launching pad for philosophical, sociological, political, and often marijuana-fueled discussion (laughs) with some of the funniest goddamn people we know. Mm. And to my right is co-host Corey Brown. Hi. <laughs> Downtown Corey Brown. <laughs> Nobody's ever called me that. <laughs> <laughs> what about that time you were a uh, VJ? <laughs> when I was VJ? Yeah, yeah, you don't remember? Remember when you were that black lady? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was giving that uh, that black lady a VJ. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> Engineer Brandon Smith, say hello to the nice people, Brandon. Hello, nice people, Brandon. <laughs> You know, Brandon, time. I had a question for you, actually. I was okay. listening back to the uh, last episode we did. All right. We have a segment on the show called Let's Get Lofty, where we <laughs> take a break and smoke some weed before we talk about heady shit. And uh, I was listening to it, and Brandon decided to queue up uh, Smoke Two Joints <laughs> by Sublime in the middle there. And I, I was thinking, ah, all right, he's going to play this for like 10 seconds. That's a fine segue. <laughs> you played that song three quarters of the way through. <laughs> I know, it's horrible. What inspired that decision? <laughs> Uh, well, actually, it, it was really something that's kind of – it was just because I was uh, lazy. Okay. Well, actually, I had left the podcast equipment inside my storage unit, and then I really wanted to get the episode up, so I couldn't record another song, and that's one I had already. <laughs> so that was appropriate enough. So, yeah, that's that's all that was. Perfect. I, I was cool. going to do hits from the bong. I wanted to do hits from the bong for like 10 seconds. Oh, you know? Yeah. Let's yeah, let's do that. Spoiler one. alert. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, uh, to my left is our guest today, returning favorite, <laughs> Mr. Dan Cowwhite. Hey, what's up, dogs? You I said retarded wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you rat shit. Retarded favorite. What are you, Craig Taylor? Uh, no one could ever be Craig that Taylor, by the stupid. way, that's another thing I was listening to. We had a great episode last week. We Craig did. Craig was fantastic, but I didn't realize just... How misogynistic he was on the show. <laughs> I was picking up on a little quips he said, like he said, uh, "All women come from men's ribs." <laughs> he made sure to point it out too. A certain listener actually went ahead and made a list, timestamping all of Craig's uh, woman-hating comments. Let's do it. He was a misogyny therapist on a cruise boat. <laughs> <laughs> Lay down on the table. Let me take care of you. Oh, boy. <laughs> you and <Bitch>. your crocodile <laughs> skin. <laughs> Mouthy broad was said a few times. 
at least once. Skin bag. <laughs> well, to be fair, you do have to say mouthy broad at least once. He said skin bag off, Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got a quota to meet <laughs> for the Aryan nation. <laughs> no, he, he was hilarious on that. It was a great episode. And uh, check that one out. And we covered a great episode last week. We covered one of the best Twilight Zone episodes of all time, Eye of the Beholder. Yeah. And uh, this week, Corey decided, let's go the exact opposite route. One of the most off-the-rails, insane <laughs> episodes of anything ever made. One of my favorite things about this episode is if you go on IMDb, like the quick, like the, uh, the synopsis of the episodes are all usually about a paragraph. This one was just... One line. <laughs> <laughs> Electric razor what goes bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if this attacked you? Yo, there's nothing scary about an electric razor coming down the stairs. Yeah. It does a terrible job cutting your, your beard. What if I have to pick it up? He wakes up and he only has one side of his pencil-thin mustache. <laughs> Ooh, electric razor! <laughs> I can't wait to chastise that repairman about this. <laughs> yeah, favorite. what a dick, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That guy's my favorite character in the if episode. If you haven't seen this episode, watch Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I was I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What was the name? What's the name the of the episode? The episode that we did was A Thing About Machines. Uh, right? The uh, Thing yep. About uh, Machines. A Thing About Machines, season right. two, episode four. Uh, <laughs> if you'll allow me, Dan, you yes. dirty piece of shit, because i got to do all the fucking heavy work on this one. <laughs> this episode aired on uh, October 28th, 1960, which was exactly 40 years, 10 months, and 14 days before 9-11. Boom! <laughs> the 9-11. Uh, <laughs> for purists, that's 14,928 days. <laughs> for more... Purist, purists. That's one billion two hundred and eighty-nine million seven hundred and seventy-nine thousand two hundred seconds before nine eleven. Now, when you say purists, I'm not finished. <laughs> so sorry. That's exactly four thousand eighty-nine point eighty percent, eighty-six percent of a common year before nine eleven. Wow. God, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that Dan. Was fantastic. Whose podcast is it now, bitch? <laughs> you, you did a lot. A lot Just of, a lot of effort. You skipped hours and minutes, though. I mean, I, I, you did a great job. But you I wish of... I had more notes than that about this whole you thing. You should have said how many episodes of Twilight Zone you could watch before 9 11. It'd be half hours, right? Right. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. So. We should figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> From the. If air you just day started binge watching it, 9 11. Yeah. Binge watch. You'd probably know a lot about. Because, I mean, there was a lot of deep You'd things. You'd probably see it coming. I'm telling you. There are clues and there are clues. <laughs> clues upon clues upon clues. <laughs> Is it the ninth procedure? Actually, it's the eleventh. What? Mind blowing. That's this episode week. was Check produced by Halliburton. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, Mr. Heavy Lifting, who directed this episode? <laughs> uh, it was directed by <laughs> a camera idiot. <laughs> That's how movie making works. I believe works. that. This episode was directed by a sentient camera. <laughs> it written was written by Rod <laughs> Serling. It was. I do know that. It, it was written by Rod I think, Serling. I think he directed it. Uh, no, no, it was directed by man. <laughs> if oh, I may, sweet, sweet, <laughs> it was directed Dan. by yeah. mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Who can look at IMDb now? <laughs> David Ulrich McDermott did oh. a couple other Twilight Zones, including Back There and Execution. 
He also directed a lot of Bewitched, and it shows. Because <laughs> 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 this is as crappy as an episode of Bewitched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy was just way into, like, shitty effects, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, uh, yeah, moving things around with string fascinated him. That wasn't even cutting edge in the 1960s. I thought it was hilarious that uh, his TV turned on and it was a woman doing the Calypso, and she was like, yeah. what are you doing, yeah. Bartlett Finchley? Or yeah. This episode is full of weird choices like that. Yeah. Like, why did they do that? Come Yo. in this machine and fuck me, Finchley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whip. Whip. Done and done. Done and This is your TV. This is backfiring. <laughs> I just looked at your notes. Uh, did you write something down about uh, the guy who played the repairman too i did yes all right yeah. he was uh well i got that he was in another twilight well he's in a few twilight zones I think. yeah he gets but, the, he's uh, the one with the eye in the middle yeah of his yeah, yeah yeah will the real martian please stand up is the name is literally the name of the is episode. it really yeah does he so it predicted <laughs> <laughs> he does spoiler no alert because uh, uh he lost use of his legs <laughs> he was crippled in, in the, the Korean in, that, in that rap battle <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to get in a rap battle? <laughs> How it's 1961. You start talking sir. about spaghetti and nowhere to go. <laughs> Stand up and fight me, Martian. How dare you? How dare you? Get your foot off my tail. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no tail. That ain't no tail, baby. <laughs> So the guy who played the repairman was Barney Phillips, most Barney famous Phillips. for not being Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, isn't that not Ernest Borgnine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally You're isn't. Right, it is not Ernest Borgnine. Man, he was great in that movie. This uh, episode's also starring Barbara Stewart from the movie Airplane and Bachelor Party. I think she's one of the uh, stewardesses in Airplane. She must have been an old she's lady. The, uh, yeah. Well, uh, in Airplane, Josh, like, oh, like, which year? What year was that? Seventies, right? Sometime. Yeah, ten like, years like later. Nineteen eighty or something. She's like, if you want to find yourself another secretary, then you go ahead and yeah. you do it. And he's like, please don't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've got a plane to catch. <laughs> it's like, where do you live, lady? <laughs> That was a note I had, but she's like, uh, he's complaining about what little work she did. She's like, that's 30 pages I oh. typed in three and a half hours. That's what he that's said. That's not good for a professional typist. That was that was one of the things that uh, the dude said to the repairman. He goes, he goes in my memoirs, there's going to be an yes, entire sir. chapter <laughs> about the most, on the most forgettable <laughs> person. I've ever met. <laughs> I've never. Why are you writing an chapter? entire chapter? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of time to dedicate. That guy fucking Let me think about it, what man. I can't remember about this Nothing person. this guy makes sense. And speaking of that guy, he's played by Richard Hayden, who uh, his IMDb synopsis says he's known for his put-on nasally delivery and pompous fussy manner. Oh, he's quite fussy. Nailed he is it. fussy. And mostly known for not being Vincent Price. No, poor man's Mostly. Vincent Price. Yeah, Spanish yeah, person's kinda, Vincent Price. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> Spanish, Spanish person. <laughs> he's, he's Vincent Price's non-union Mexican equivalent. <laughs> he's Cuban, all right? He's Cuban. Uh, yes, <laughs> Cuban bean. <laughs> Let's see, he was in Young Frankenstein. He played the Caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland. Oh, the cartoon. Uh, he was also in the Hug a Bear Bunch. Sarah doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> what fucking doesn't care? What the fuck is the hug a bear? Hug a bunch. You can't just throw in a different. Oh one. no 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 Mandela effect. It used to be. <laughs> Wait, there was a bear named Mandela. Is that what <laughs> yep, that's what the Mandela effect. The is. huggable bear named Nelson Mandela. <laughs> 
the thing with the Bernstein Bears? Have you heard about yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, where uh, people who say Bernstein, uh, Stain Berenstain. versus Bernstein, and it's remembered wrong because we're, uh, we're in an alternate uh, universe. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's kind of mind-boggling. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. If you try to wrap your brain around it. You guys are acting like a couple of real Berensteins <laughs> right now. <laughs> See, I remember it as Care Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different. There was that one junky Care Bear who had a needle on his belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, a friend. Care Bear stare. <laughs> oh, the needle went right into my neck. A friend of mine who we might have on the show, my buddy Doug, he wanted to launch a whole line of apathy bears. <laughs> like, overbearing hockey dad bear. <laughs> like, yeah, he had a whole list of them. They're brilliant. God, I hope he does it. Oh, it sounds like a millionaire in the making right there. Right? Fuck. That's hilarious. Yeah. Get their own cartoon. This day, that's an Adult Swim cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah. Just throwing a lot of like gratuitous blood and shit, and or maybe a great story, or maybe a great story. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't like Space Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> adult Swim, known for their great stories. Get in this pool and swim with me. <laughs> I can't get in the pool. I just ate a, a meatball. <laughs> I'm gonna get a cramp in my foot. And they can't swim home. <laughs> this sounds like an Adult Swim cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Can totally see Meatwad saying that. Yeah. Oh boy. And they don't address the fact that Meatwad's eating a meatball. <laughs> kind of disturbing. So <laughs> that's all. That's it for notes. We open on our hero. <laughs> His hatred of appliances. He does. He just right away blabbing to the. He, he's got a repairman over fixing his TV for the umpteenth time or whatever. And this guy, they, they say in the intro, he's like a stuffy guy. He he's a contributor to like fine dining and wine magazines. He's 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 like the TV or old TV idea of a snobby rich person that I pray never existed. <laughs> oh, they're real. Oh, they're real. Mm. Or they were. Yeah. Until their cars ran them over. <laughs> That, oh my, there's so much to talk about in this goddamn oh, episode. Yeah, yeah. Everything is so insane. Well, the fact that you could even make a living as a TV repairman back in the 60s, like that was a that was a job you could have. When's yeah. the last time you've seen yeah, a TV a repairman? <laughs> Never. Just the guy who says, buy a new one. <laughs> 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 they cost $30 now. Just go get a new one. <laughs> Fat idiot. <laughs> the repairman's here to fix the quasar. <laughs> <laughs> is that a kind of TV? It's a kind of TV, Dan. <laughs> We didn't. We weren't all rich enough to have zeniths growing up. <laughs> Goddamn. And the repairman's complaining about having to come over so much because this guy is constantly breaking his uh, uh, appliances, which he hates, yet owns every possible appliance <laughs> yes. for some reason. And he's always breaking them. He's like, "You're mistreating these machines." Why is he complaining? This guy's a gold mine. For this <laughs> yeah, Just put up with it. It's like whatever. But, of course, all repairmen have a deep caring for the machines they work on. <laughs> and also, the people whose lives are in shambles <laughs> because of their appliances. <laughs> he does. He turns the speech into, into being like, here's what's wrong with you. Here's what's wrong with your life. Here's what you got to change. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to go home and have sex with my blender. Get <laughs> 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 married to a blender. Oh, no, I put in the wrong blade. <laughs> Baby, what's for dinner? Smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he still has a wife. He just prefers fucking the blender. Oh, the blender's his mistress? <laughs> Shh. 
telling the blender to be quiet. We're going to lay low for a while. Baby. <laughs> just just act like you're chopping up some food, see? <laughs> he, puts, he puts a cold ring inside the blender. Would you do me the honor? Wow. Deborah, from the first moment I met you, you blended my soul. <laughs> and my heart. <laughs> right think, into Do you think his blender is Felicia from the... Uh... <laughs> no, baby. Come on, Felicia, baby. From the mind-reading episode, you did Plump it. Yes. There's that old the bank. creepy banker. The bank. Felicia. <laughs> Felicia. He's going to take her on tour or something like that? Come with me. So this guy he argues with his repairman. <laughs> Just trying to get me on track. You're doing, you're doing it, man. You're doing it. <laughs> and uh, here's what he's here's what he says to him. Aside from being a rather incompetent clot, you are a particularly unreceptive man. And then he launches into when I write my memoir, <laughs> there will be a chapter about you called the most forgettable person I have ever met. Uh, Serling's introduction to this was really, it, it was pretty articulate. Yeah, it was, a, they did an interesting thing with this one. It was, a, they freeze frame, and they cut to the TV, mm. and, uh, Rod Serling is in the TV, within the TV, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. furthering my theory that everyone involved in this episode was tripping their balls <laughs> off. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what if it's a TV in a TV, Rod? <laughs> Film it. <laughs> do you have his, uh, intro? I do, I do, I do. Uh... It reads as follows. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, That's your thing now? This is <laughs> I'm the carrot top of counting. <laughs> it reads, uh, this is Mr. Bartlett Finchley, age 48, a practicing sophisticate who writes very uh, special and very precious things for gourmet magazines and the like. He's a bachelor and a recluse with few friends, only devotees and and adherents to the cause of tart sophistry. Gay. Sophistry? Sophistry? (laughs) He was gay. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to say. This is the longest way to call anybody a faggot ever. (laughs) (laughs) I just come right out and say it. I see what you're doing there, Rod. Hey, Rod. (laughs) A bon vivant. (laughs) Rod really didn't like this guy. He's like, this guy's a faggot. We're going to show everyone. One of those New York intellectual types. (laughs) What's what's Rod got for the intro this week? Just one word. It says faggot. (laughs) (laughs) You can't put that on me. Allow me to introduce you to Mr. Bartlett Finchley. (laughs) What a fag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to read the rest. What's the point? (laughs) What's... They get it. Yeah, they but, get yeah. It. You yeah. guys Rod's, see where this Rod's is going. Clearly, Look at his coat. Rod's feelings on this man he invented for yeah. this episode are clear. He has nothing but to stand for him. <laughs> wow, he was always just coming up with people he hated. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. We should have one where we just try to analyze this guy and try to figure I'd him like out. I'd like to introduce you to the Jews. <laughs> oh. I, everybody knows it about him. <laughs> then why did he hate Hitler so much? Was it for personal reasons? Did he owe him money? Hitler owed him money. That's exactly what it was. Hitler. <laughs> he owed him 17 <laughs> Krugerrands from a card game that he lost in 1917. I had a bet going with Hitler as to who could kill the most Jews. <laughs> I lost when I only killed one. And that son of a bitch cheated. <laughs> he used his army. I didn't know you could use an army. <laughs> I was using his hammer I found. <laughs> I could have used a bunch of interns at CBS. Rod Serling was braining Jews in the parking lot last weekend. (laughs) 
Oh, Rod. <laughs> oh, Rod. <laughs> Rolling over in his grave. Uh, <laughs> cut to his intro about us <laughs> making fun of him and the repercussions. From hell. <laughs> What's up, future nerds? <clears throat> so, uh, after the intro, he's arguing with his secretary, who's just the woman he pays to come use his typewriter because he can't, I guess. <laughs> Uh, they get into a fight because she seems to think that <laughs> typing 30 pages in three and a half hours is an amazing feat. And he's, she's like, what do you want, a woman with three hands? <laughs> Still not helpful. <clears throat> no. Because you're just going to have one hand banging it's away. It's just one more thing to complain about. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> I mean, guys, about ladies. Where would a third arm go? Oh, you know. <laughs> out, of, out of their neck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of their fucking neck. Or else. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you remember that episode of Futurama when the guy's like, he's like, we got to get T-shirts made and F-shirts for our friend with our arms <laughs> on dude's one side. <laughs> In the sewer? F-shirts. <laughs> so anyway, they, they get into a fight. She threatens to leave, and he freaks out. He's like, no, no, stay, please. And he goes on to say how he hasn't slept in four days. And the reason the reason he hasn't He's slept been up four sucking days. Cock. <laughs> well, it's implied. because his cocaine machine. <laughs> cocaine. My cocaine machine broke, and I had to do it all. <laughs> and then I, I invited I, all the gay lords up I and sucked out them dick. off in the pool. My dick sucking machine broke, and I had to suck oh, all the dicks. Oh, I guess. Glark, 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 glark. I hope my razor doesn't turn on. Yeah, this is all in the subtext. <laughs> my husband's <laughs> dick sucking machine broke. <laughs> I was the only qualified replacement. His husband was his, the car. Get the repairman here. <laughs> and it doesn't stop till it gets 40 gallons. <laughs> Sir, that is not a dick-sucking machine. You are on your knees with your mouth open. I need my TV fixed. <laughs> <laughs> it's larceny, I tell you. Stop larceny. inviting me over, sir. Nothing is broken. <laughs> Get in that TV and suck my dick. So anyway, the way they convey all of that in just a few words is really impressive. I gotta The brilliance of this episode is really starting to shine through. Because they don't say any of that, but like you don't question that it's Yo, they that are every word we just around. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Lightning quick too. Oh. I'd like it to introduce you to Bartlett Fink. A sophisticated queer with a pretty mouth. <laughs> One day he plans to open his own disco <laughs> and suck all the dicks in that. A roller disco. Senator Bartlett Fink. He's a real one of those. <laughs> if you if you couldn't see it, I just made the flipping hand motion. <laughs> So, so he doesn't want to leave. He's freaked out. He doesn't want to be alone because he's never been able to use machines in his entire life. <laughs> well, here's what you got to realize. So he's 48 in 1960. Yeah. She's born 1912. So like, okay. So how many machines did you have to use in 1912? You had the, uh, you got the horse machine. You had the, the internet. Horse machine. <laughs> <laughs> you had the Bartlett Finchley laptop. I believe had yep. just come out. Uh-huh. They were massive. They you weighed 72. Second generation iPod. Uh, <laughs> the gas powered laptop. <laughs> oh, and the lantern. Oh, right. <laughs> and don't forget the horse. Yeah. 
yeah. horse machine. That horse was machine. an invent until way later. Come yeah. on. Hey, maybe we can get on that animal and ride it around. <laughs> I don't know. What a cool maybe. machine. <laughs> <laughs> but where are you going to put the engine? <laughs> <laughs> Which end is it? How, how much horsepower is that thing going to have? One. One. <laughs> it's a five horsepower horse. <laughs> how many horsepower is that laptop? At least one, <laughs> one horsepower. It's power. It's literally powered by a horse. What's so. the HP stand for? Hewlett Packard. No, it stands for. <laughs> the horse just gallops around you while you're at the coffee shop on your computer. It's somehow. It's somehow powering. Shut up, horse machine. Do my taxes. <laughs> you go to a saloon and ask the saloon keeper for the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> Wh- whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, he starts <laughs> flipping out because she's going to leave. He, he tells her that he thinks all the machines are uh, out to get him somehow. He, says, he, he, he gives the whole, like, I'm not crazy, and then follows it up with the craziest shit you've ever heard in your life. Most people, when they say I'm not crazy, usually yeah. say mm. the most crazy. I'm not crazy. Here, I have the quote. For the past three months, I've been seeing a horde of mechanical Frankensteinian monsters whose goal is to destroy me. What do you think of that? That clock wrote that a bad have. review about my review about the French restaurant. They're out to get me. The candlestick. She says, you just need sleep. You need to see a doctor. And then... Hang on, I'm going to uh, do... Uh, notes. <laughs> I'm going to do some notes right now. Get out of here, kids. <laughs> got Daddy's got to uh, do some notes. Sweet note pen. <coughs> she says, see a doctor. <coughs> and he says, see a doctor. The humaniversal parasite of the dreamless 20th century idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he thinks His ex-boyfriend doctors. was a doctor That's why he hated him so much Real dreamboat <laughs> He goes on to say This is his rant about doctors If you're depressed, see a doctor Okay, valid If you're happy, see a doctor No one says that <laughs> If the salary is too low And the mortgage is too high See a doctor <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> I was kind of on board with that rant, you know? I mean, hi, I'm doctor, accountant. <laughs> People go to the doctor too much. Mm. I you never ever go. I don't even go anymore. I yeah, just take all those pills they gave me. I'm fine. <laughs> Dude, even when I'm sick and I know I'm sick, I'm like, this will pass. Well, I, I go when my mortgage is too high. For <laughs> sure. Doc, my mortgage is too high. Can I come in, uh, please? I'm a raging mortgage. <laughs> Take some of those Vicodin and uh, call me in a week. They All right. definitely didn't see the rising uh, health care prices either. How's the mortgage thing coming? Great. Coming. I yeah. burned my house down. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't got to pay for it no more. Uh, no housey, no pay. No housey, no pay. More drugs, please. <laughs> <laughs> If your boner doesn't work, see a doctor. (laughs) He says, I am a logical, rational, intelligent man. Then he picks up a glass and smashes it and says, see? (laughs) It's saying, utterly 
it's a delightful to watch. As shitty as this episode is, I I, I can't recommend it enough. It's yeah. fun. It's insanity. Uh, after she leaves, he gets on the phone and starts calling up all his uh, lady uh, dinner partners. I just want to – hang on. I want, there's one more quote. Fuck. As she's leaving – no, 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 no. This, this is worth it. Oh, this one's worth it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> she, she says, you're crazy, I'm leaving, whatever. He says, quote – I will not be intimidated by machines, which is clearly untrue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So it follows that no empty-headed little female with a mechanical face can do anything to me either. What? (laughs) Is he talking about the clock? He's talking about the way he said she had a mechanical face. Oh, well, he doesn't find women attractive. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. It yeah, all makes sense now. That's in the beginning. Very, 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 very gay. Also, I'm queer. <laughs> and also, send another TV guy. The other guy's ugly. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not picking up on it. He's not picking it up. <laughs> Get on all fours and fix my TV. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> Drink this lemonade. Send slowly. me a repairman so, on the DL post haste. <laughs> They always keep it quiet, those repairmen. <laughs> no one keeps a secret better than a repairman. What about uh, someone else? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, that uh-uh. the sec- was that the secretly gay job of the 50s and 60s? <laughs> repairmen? Uh, yeah. No, I thought the fucking well, that, sailors. Yeah. Now, it's a, now it's accountant. Uh, we all know that. Uh. <laughs> the milkmen fucked the wives, right? That's yeah, all yeah, right. yeah. Well, that's what they were there for. Or they were just jizzing the milk bottles. Yeah, did they even bring milk, or was These that just were, like a... Their husbands were working 40 hours a week. They didn't have time to fuck their wives. <laughs> they barely had enough time to yell at them. They just like milkmen? Yeah, yeah. About not fucking them enough. I'm going to sleep. A nice roast in the oven. <laughs> it, was a... it was a slow burn. <laughs> We yeah we we gotta get a female perspective on the show at some point. <laughs> nah. Before we get nah, I could I could totally see why Craig would go off the rails. Because <laughs> you lead him that way. Is he that why? Is that what fine. you guys were doing? Yeah, yeah. this is this is gotcha podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. This sounds like a fun idea. Gotcha yeah. podcast. We're all gotcha. pedos. You just keep asking. You just keep asking, <laughs> you just keep asking leading questions. <laughs> Now, what did the ghost say to you when it came in the room? Well, I never said it was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, everyone knows it was a ghost. <laughs> so you hate the Jews, right? You hate them? Okay. Now, How we much all know it's them? hard not to sympathize with the, with the Nazis. I mean, you sympathize with them, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, you say, when you say you're a Nazi sympathizer, per se. Everybody knows the Holocaust didn't happen, so what we want to know is... <laughs> I think my face is rumors frozen. Get started. What happened to Dan after he opened up for T.J. Miller? Became a Nazi. <laughs> Apparently, he's been a Nazi the whole time. Seen here hanging out with that guy from Monster Truck Fixers or whatever. Dan Rice. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite TV show is Monster Truck Fixers. Is that a real thing? No. All right. <laughs> this week on Monster Truck Fixers. The tire falls off and we put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> listener and then does it dance I, actually I don't know how to describe what you just I, did I you got tire. jiggy with it really <laughs> quick I, I put the tire back getting on. jiggy with it mine putting a colossal tire back on a truck you forgot to put the bolts in oh. yeah it'll be fine <laughs> it'll be fine go ahead oh. <laughs> run over those people's cars we need to do an episode next week it's no big deal <laughs> Okay, so yeah, then the phone call. Oh yeah, then the phone call. So then afterwards, <laughs> the phone. <laughs> he, has, he has no trouble using for some reason. What up. is what is the phone? Doesn't the phone taunt him? Yeah, after he. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting to it. <laughs> anyway, so he pulls out his uh, his uh, phone book, 
and he calls a couple of old female companions to mm. try and have dinner with him because he doesn't want to be alone. Old, and they both say, old socialite crows. Yeah, and they both say no. And then young he, widow. Yeah, and then he talks to the phone. He's like, just like all the other machines. <laughs> phone. And he gets mad at the phone because the ladies didn't want to have dinner with him. <laughs> now we've great. all been there. Seriously. <laughs> he needs to find a good fag hag. That's why my screen's <laughs> cracked. <laughs> Oh, you, what what happened? Can we can we oh, stop feet? saying fag? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't me. I feel like it's. <laughs> I don't remember saying it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We were talking about the Berenstein Bears. Welcome back to the show, Dan. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What. It's 2016, man. Yeah, yeah. On. We don't say that we're here. It's, what Not in this house. What, it's, what? I rem- I swear it used to be the fag bears. <laughs> 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 See, we told you it was you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we only had leading Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the show where we use episodes of the Twilight Zone to trap our guests in the same sun oasis. <laughs> or a misogynist. Or a misogynist. Craig was the easiest one yet. <laughs> or homophobic. He came in here with an agenda. He made it 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Said all women come from a rib. <laughs> But before that, the vein in his forehead was just growing. I'm surprised he went as long as he did without saying. <laughs> well, but it shrunk the more, like, <laughs> hating women he got. It was weird. Yeah. It soothes him. <laughs> <laughs> when he's angry. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Craig. <laughs> no, we really do. It's just funny to make. It's fun making fun of you. It is. <laughs> I like you. It's fun making fun of people when they're not here, right? Oh, right behind the back. Oh, yeah. If Craig was here, I wouldn't say any of this. Oh, absolutely not. I love to stab someone in the back. He's a saint when he's around. (laughs) Can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's a victimless crime because they they don't see you do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Durr. And he's definitely not going to listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. We talk about soccer. Like, I love that shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Picture a bunch of socialites (laughs) playing football with their feet. (laughs) Fags. Brandon imagine, a, imagine a Brandon's white... a goddamn veteran. He could say whatever the fuck he wants, all right? You know how many fags he had to kill to be able to say? Jesus Christ. With my bare hands, I do declare. Uh, I turn into foghorn leghorn? Jesus Christ. Don't ask, don't tell. Um, <laughs> this Brandon, podcast Brandon, has been brought Brandon, to you, you by served, the army. <laughs> you served under "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" didn't you? before yeah. it was repealed. Okay, yeah. Just no, to actually, I was. I'm I not went in, anything. I actually went in right after uh, they repealed it. They repealed it, and then I yeah, went in. Oh, the, okay. Let the floodgates like open. <laughs> yeah. That's why I went in. Come on. Because there were so many gay people that wanted to be in the army. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, so, thank God. <laughs> Finally, they open this thing up to the intellectual elites. <laughs> and the socialites. I always wanted to go to West Point when I was a little <laughs> gay kid. <laughs> and now I can't. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every single day looking at other dudes sucking balls. That's my juicy reference. Oh, I got it. I just came out of a trance. I'm sorry. My head was rushing because so juicy. what was going on. I love those little silences. Have we got to the razor yet? <laughs> the electric shaver? No, no, no. I didn't no. talk about oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a guy who hates machines and thinks they want to kill him. Mm-hmm. And he owns an electric razor. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't have an electric razor, and I live in 2016. <laughs> but also, what danger could an electric razor do? 
maybe ruin your haircut. <laughs> well, it can hover around menacingly. Yeah, apparently it was an uh, expensive <laughs> razor. <laughs> Why do you have it on such a long cord? <laughs> How did it get to the stairs? Yeah, who long. kept plugging it back in? It's a retractable cord. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> See, the major hole in this. Well, what are the major holes in this episode uh, besides that repair man's mouth? Hi oh. uh, no. Shame to myself. Anyway, you be. <laughs> why does he have all this shit? He could just get rid of the shit. You don't need a TV, like especially in 1960. You know, yeah, makes a, a, he makes a good point. He's some snuffy rich guy. Hire a driver. Fucking, you don't need a typewriter. You definitely don't need an electric razor. That's true. You could do everything by candlelight. <laughs> but he's he's if you wanted, you could st- do that today. Yeah. Mm. Hi- <laughs> hipsters use street razors all the time. All today. the time to cut themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then go to a goth show. Write terrible music. <laughs> hey, you guys want to cut yourself and go to a goth show? Who's playing? <laughs> <laughs> Can't Bow cut yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Fur. Fur's playing. Fur's playing down at the shoe tonight. <laughs> God. <laughs> Give me my straight razor. So then uh, after the razor incident, his car... Tries to have sex dry. with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that thing wanted. No, his car tries to flee because he's afraid it's gonna, he's going to have sex with it. <laughs> his car drives itself and like almost hits someone or something. There's a big commotion. All the neighbors are there, and there's a cop there. Well, the brake, uh, they were like, he's like, I know I put the brake on. And they're like, no, you didn't. You moron, you almost killed his life. <laughs> it's like, dog. whatever, idiots. Get that checked out. And there's this kid with this popsicle <laughs> that they cut to like five times. Did, you, did anyone else notice that? Yeah, he's just licking the popsicle. Yeah, just this weird, <clears throat> weird choices in this. So he makes a big hurrah and he says, if you are all not gone in the three and a half minutes, it will take me to go get my keys. Again, three and a half. Again, oddly specific. Uh, yeah, why is it taking that long to go and get his fucking it's keys? A good amount of time. Gotta walk up that it's hill. Good, we need an intern to do the math on how long before 9-11 three and a half was. Um, which three and a half what? Just whatever. Oh, <laughs> we need like a conceptual. Like, mm. yeah. I think we should let it go. <laughs> you want to let. You heard it here first, folks. Dan Galway wants yeah, to let, let 9/11, 9/11 let go. go. <laughs> Just let it Fucking go. Monster. No, I was saying three and a half, you schmuck. He doesn't you get why it was a <laughs> big <Wow>. deal. <laughs> It's like, what? It's just a news story. I mean, it made Rudy Giuliani a goddamn hero. Look at him. He forgot about it. Until he forgot about it. (laughs) Until he forgot about it. That's insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's literally, he has to actually have dementia or something, right? Here's to hoping. (laughs) Because Jesus Christ. (laughs) You were there that day, you were right down the street. But I I think I heard something. How about them Yankee tickets? <laughs> you heard anything about that? It might make the playoffs. <laughs> that, that, that was dark, huh? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think we should all take a break and say the Pledge of Allegiance or something. Yeah. I pledge allegiance to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> that he doesn't remember that. And uh, to the vagina monologues <laughs> his ex-wife wrote. <laughs> One nation. <laughs> Did she really? Yeah, she, uh, I don't know if it was her, vagina I don't know if she created moment. the show, but she definitely contributed. She's one of the vagina monologuers. Sister piece to Kinky Boots. Hmm, yes. I don't know. 
I don't Speak know. on that. <laughs> well, uh, vaginas mm-hmm. are generally above legs. Preach. Generally. So. <laughs> and uh, uh, if you're wearing boots, there's a strong chance they're on your legs. Mm. Uh, she used to do a, uh, a podcast. I'm sorry. She used to do a um, a blog all by herself, and it was, I'm going to ruin this, a vagina monoblog. That was great. That was horrible. It sounds. Yeah. Puns, shitty puns. It yeah. sounds brutal. <laughs> yeah, if you had said that with confidence. Is no I one going to no one gonna hit Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, thought of it, and then I, like, totally lost it. Yeah, well, well, I should have waited to get high. We'll hit him on Mike. <laughs> No, this is going great. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> it is coming. <laughs> and another thing. And another thing. Machine. <laughs> so is uh, there anything anyone wants to address before we get to the end where the, the, the car kills them? There's a couple of things I'd like to undress. Oh, Ooh. like that repairman. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Oh, boy. I think you could use that as a great excuse if you ever crash your car drunk. You could just get out of it and run away and say, the car was chasing me, because it looked like basically that's what was happening the whole time. I thought that's where they were going. Yeah, it was. It was trying to fuck them. (laughs) I have in my notes, worst cop ever. (laughs) What happens is the car winds up chasing him around his yard. And chases him into the swimming pool, and he where he just falls into the swimming or pool, or refuses to come up for air because he's so afraid. It's not clear. no machines down there. Yeah, he, no, they're saying he had a heart attack. Well, the, the cops, <laughs> but I just like the idea of the of the car on the edge of the pool, like <laughs> and he just, he just he just no, nobody no. knows what killed him. Uh, he got hit by a car. Here's, Dude, here's what there's the a cop car said. on top of him. <laughs> the cop says, uh, "That's weird. He wasn't floating. They usually float, but he was on the bottom and didn't have anything weighing him down." His eyes were open. He looked scared, like somebody was chasing him. The neighbors said he'd been shouting and running around a lot last night. Maybe he was drunk. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. The neighbors yeah. called me last night and said they was running around like crazy. <laughs> said I'll get to it in the morning. The file under M for machine. He'll tire himself all filed out. under M. <laughs> yeah. They have a filing system. Everything's under M, either for machines or mankind. Ah, perfect. So, little Twilight Zone fun fact for you. Those are my favorite kind of facts. So, absolutely insane episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon, where are we at with time? 40 minutes. 40 really? Oh, yeah, we kind of ran late on that one, Holy so we'll just shit. have a, take a quick break and then quickly get into some fun discussion questions. This is going to be really philosophical, really heavy. Dan, can't wait to get in with you. I know what a deep, <laughs> deep soul you are. Yeah. <laughs> like that repairman. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back.
anecdote. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I try. Welcome back to uh, to Serve Man. Uh, we are getting into the lofty portion of the show where we discuss uh, deep philosophical questions inspired by the episode. Okay. In other words, it's about to get way, way heavy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in the twilight zone. <laughs> I love that as our theme music. <laughs> I hey. also like it. <laughs> Dan, where do you stand? Uh, on the music? Mm. I think it's great. Did All you right. even listen, Dan? I didn't remember from the last time, but I don't feel like you did it the last time. We might not. Have. We might have just played the intro last time. Yeah, that's probably what happened. We like to switch it up, you know. <laughs> keep it and then fresh. yell at you when you well, get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part. We don't want to ruin it for ourselves. No. You know? yeah. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. The general silliness of this episode makes it easy to overlook the important central theme. How would you fight an electric razor? <laughs> Dead cow it. Well, first I would probably put a basket on my head. <laughs> just so that it couldn't shave off my pencil thin mustache. <laughs> then I needed to attract the men I sleep with. <laughs> <laughs> then I would go downstairs and I would abduct his wife. <laughs> the blender. <laughs> and I would hold her hostage until he unplugged himself, a.k.a. committed suicide. <laughs> and shaved 98% of my face. <laughs> so that's how I do it. That's how you do it. Corey, you got a plan? Uh, I'd start by breaking it down emotionally, like really messing with its feelings. Like, it, why are you trying to kill me? Is it because you, you couldn't hack it in lawnmower school? <laughs> Drop out? <laughs> And then those straight razors are getting all the razor puss. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds brutal. <laughs> razor puss. That's the name of my new band, by the way. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the name of one of... Uh... We're going to see raisin, Razor Puss. <laughs> raisin Puss. <laughs> <laughs> it's even, that sounds worse. The California Raisin Puss. Sounds like a strawberry A Raisin Puss in the sun. They're a bunch of old fucking dates. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, raisins. Everybody knows you're just old grapes. Yeah, we can see your nut now. Look at it. I see right through you, you wrinkled bastard. <laughs> and then I'd unplug it. <laughs> fair? Fair? Fair, right. fair enough. Brandon, have you ever thought about this? Yeah, I would just shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Always with the guns. This Always guy. with the guns. Oh, God. That'd be a horrible appliance to but turn what if on your you. Gun, what if your guns turn on you? More guns. It's not more a machine, guns. though. Yeah, just more guns. It's fine. Just How did this I just get a good an guy with a gun? This gun has a bullet hole through well, it. Well, you know, that's the risk you run if we're doing uh, thumbprint identifier triggers, right? Yeah, exactly. Got to get rid of those. <laughs> Bad idea. Bad idea. It's a slippery slip. The gun's turning on you. A slippery slip? slippery slip. Get down on my slippy slip. <laughs> get on my slippy slip and let's get it swinging. <laughs> Did you just call it your slippy slip? <laughs> no, baby. <laughs> Felicia. Matt, we all know Maximum Overdrive is a terrible film. Ah, there it's was insane. a truck. There was a truck with a face on yep. it. <laughs> Wait, am I thinking of the right one? The one where all the machines start attacking people. Well, yeah. I think they, they might even have an electric. And there's a part in the movie point. where. Um, <laughs> Where, uh, what's his face? Charlie Sheen? No. The uh, brother. Uh, the Emilio Estevez. The, all the trucks that have been possessed, he has to keep filling them up with gas, and he's filling them up with so much gas that he gets exhausted, and he's like, <laughs> he can't, like, put the pump back in, it, and cars keep coming in, and he's like, no! <laughs> 
It is horrible. <laughs> it's it's uh yeah it's it's Stephen King's uh, station to station in, in, in that in that he was on so much cocaine he has no memory of writing it. Cocaine psychosis. <laughs> he wrote and directed it. Yeah, and uh, has made several statements about his state of being at the time. <laughs> He's since sobered up. Yeah, and he got hit by a car. <laughs> Steve. Steve-o. Old Stevie? Ah, Steve. Ah, Striv. Remember when Stephen King ate Finally that goldfish and then threw it up in the toilet and it was still alive? Yes. On finer things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while we're on that, a little interesting. Uh, he, he wrote a he, had a... he has a fantasy series called The Dark Tower. Yes. Have you read that? Uh, I read some of the comics. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Gunslinger. The Gunslinger, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making a movie starring... Yeah, Idris uh, Elba. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty cool with that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's great. What, you mean keep... him as an actor? That yeah. one? <laughs> All I'm saying is keep Bond white. <laughs> all right, all right. Hashtag, Hashtag keep, keep Bond, Bond white. white. <laughs> I don't care how wrong that opinion is. I won't let go of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, when he, he got hit by that truck uh, is when he, f- or van or whatever, that's when he finally finished his fantasy series because people had been hounding him about it for over a decade, mm-hmm. and he just wasn't working on it. And he came out of his coma, and he said, if I die and I piss people off by not finishing this before I die, I am going <laughs> to hell. <laughs> well, that's Sarami read it, and he said he was never so angry finishing a book than when he finished Oh, the, yeah. Well, the, the that's lot. the thing. Stephen King sucks at writing endings. <laughs> so, so when you we read like a 70,000-page story, it's kind of, it hurts when the ending sucks. I've read once. <laughs> What'd you read, man? Fuck you. <laughs> you've T-shirts, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just say you've read once? <laughs> Maybe. You've <laughs> read yep. once. Yep. Reading is when you get two two girls, right? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just always down that road. <laughs> Wait, All I did... think about is puss, man. <laughs> I can't help it. You did that once? I'm a real straight razor is what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. That was kind of a silly question, but we do want to get kind of philosophical here. So here's one inspired uh, by the episode. How would you fight a car? Fight a car. <laughs> I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy. You got to, like, stay indoors. Well, first first of all, you can't. <laughs> if you it. If you can outrun a car, that you're being teased. Because cars can do at least 40. And I think my max speed is maybe six or seven. So he, if it wants to kill me, it can. Um, but once again, I would probably, uh, I would uh, I would just die. <laughs> I would just yeah. let it kill me. Well, I mean, you, there's, you know, you can die. Because you can jump the width of a car if you need to. You know right. what I mean? So you can. You can kind of duck and weave and, and jump out of the way at the last minute until you get tired, at least. <laughs> Do you think it would, um, r- like, continually run you over? Would it just keep coming back? Or would it try different ways to hurt you? Uh, depends on the make and model of the car and how smart it is. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> like anything Nissan, definitely no. <laughs> like, it just stands over you and <laughs> gives you carbon monoxide poisoning until you die? Like, no! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it could trick you into the garage and then shut the door with its, uh, you know, new Steve Jobs technology. How do you think it would trick you into the garage or anything in some ways? Well, you, know, well, you think you're going to get laid. You put, you, put the, you put a repairman out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Brandon, you know when you're chasing somebody 
<laughs> and you're like, this girl's real fast. <laughs> I got to use my brain. <laughs> think strategically. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so you lead her into certain. Uh, oh, oh, all right, all right. I get it. Hypothetically, okay. grab your girl bashing bat. <laughs> you go. And you, <laughs> you hop in your jeep. And Which you one? Sabrina. You go the bashing one or the wooden one. <laughs> the alu- well, she's a pretty girl. <laughs> Man, we are, we are putting Craig Taylor's misogyny <laughs> shame on this podcast. Uh, Corey, any strategy for fighting a car? I know how to handle this because I used to get bullied by a car in high school. It's <laughs> <laughs> captain of the swim team. <laughs> Apparently, just add water. <laughs> He's the captain of the swim team until it's first dive where it drowns. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a car. Help! Help! Twice. Help me! I just started a rumor that he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> All the other jocks outed him. <laughs> Changing of the I guard. I just don't feel comfortable being in the same locker room as a gay car. <laughs> That's all I'm it's trying not, to say. It's not, I, look, I, I got no problem with those people or cars, but... <laughs> Could he wear a towel? <laughs> So he's got to be swinging his dick around. <laughs> who put a banana in his tailpipe? <laughs> Ooh, who put a banana in my tailpipe? I could sell you these bananas. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, should we as a society really be going to the doctor about our high mortgage? Yeah. Yeah. Dr. <laughs> Quicken, Dr. Quicken Loans. <laughs> Dr. QuickBooks, you got to help me. You got to help me, Dr. QuickBooks. I don't got no money for my mortgage. <laughs> Or when we're happy, for that matter, yeah. as our main character asserts. <laughs> Listen, Doc, great to see you. <laughs> I just want to let you know how happy I am. I just oh. came by to say hey, because I feel like people don't do that for you. <laughs> oh, you need all the pills. Oh, oh boy. we got to bring you down some. <laughs> also, does this smell funny? Your foot is on fire. Mm. <laughs> hey, Doc. <laughs> hey, Doc. Literally. I need some tough ass. That's true. You should you should never be so happy that you're okay with your foot being on fire. That's a good point. <laughs> you should probably consult a doctor. Yeah. What do you Why prescribe you... for this doctor? I don't know. Maybe a bucket of water. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just put it out? Now I'm going to let a doctor take a look at this. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you don't put your foot in Filipino horse. I'm going to wait till it gets a little. Worse. I'm a therapist. I'm, I'm not sorry, qualified. <laughs> a different kind of doctor. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Brandon. What? <laughs> Uh, I said maybe don't put your foot in Filipino horse. Okay, I just ah. wanted to be sure. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a Navy doctor. Further I mean, and further down <laughs> the road. <laughs> Guns. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. If your mortgage is too, it's too high, you could just shoot it. I don't, I don't shoot, shoot the mortgage. The mortgage. <laughs> yeah, right, right in his fucking mortgage face. You're firing guns at concepts now? <laughs> <laughs> you killed that bald eagle. Yeah, I was trying to make a point. <laughs> right in its stupid eagle Don't face. take my guns away. <laughs> <laughs> and freedom I mean, of speech. Look at this sad dead eagle. Doesn't that drive it <laughs> It's in the Constitution. You're supposed to have freedom of gun speech. You freedom can do what you want. Freedom of gun, gun speech. You just freedom shot an unarmed speech. eagle. Should have armed himself. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at me funny. He was carrying that shotgun. It looks like you threw it over there. Yeah. It's on top of him. If every oh. eagle had a gun, we wouldn't be in the situation. He that's pulled true. his beak out on me. They wouldn't be going extinct. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Fire back. It had nothing to do with the eagle's race. No. Which is eagle. The eagle. <laughs> the finest. The golden eagle. Which is great for hunting mm. and being friends with. <laughs> they are the friendliest eagles, Dan. They're so nice. Which brings up a good point. <laughs> Why do you suck? <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you di- by Dan Cowwhite. Why? <laughs> <laughs> 
Why do you? You cut me to the core, Corey. <laughs> Tonight's Everybody the serve bad. Shut up, Dan. Everyone knows you're an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by commercials. <laughs> Great way to spread the word about your goods and services. Don't forget a tax-free week. <laughs> so get your kids some clothes already. They're naked. <laughs> I mean, you know, you had them. Take, take, take I'm going to wait till my kids go it was to your school before I start buying them clothes. It was <laughs> your weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I gave the girls a ponytail. <sighs> <laughs> They're naked. <laughs> Hair is immaculate. Dan, I told you to buy the kids' shoes. I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> They're barefoot. Those Look, are paper bags. We only get one tax-free week. What happened and to us, I Vanessa? <laughs> I could have spent it on children's clothes. I could have spent it on booze. And I'm figuring what has the higher tax. So I bought the booze. I bought the booze, baby. Turns out doesn't even apply to booze. So I had to spend all the money on the booze. Didn't have anything left over for any of the kids' clothes. <laughs> Damn free tax week. <laughs> Well, you see, Tommy's got a taste for the whiskey. <laughs> I love drunk kids. Oh, I was best. one. <laughs> Still are. Too. Corey, when did you start drinking? Today? <laughs> you mean like what time today? No, what age, really? Eleven. Eleven. I took my first drink at eleven. Wow. Jeez. I drink a. Uh, I put a bunch of zambuca in a jar, and uh, drink it. You started with zambuca. It's the only thing that I didn't know. I didn't know it was gross. And you kept drinking? <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? How drunk did you get? Ah, uh, I take that back. First uh, drinking experience, probably, yeah, probably 10 or 11. Uh, Super Bowl, or New Year's Eve. I knew everybody was like, everybody drank for New Year's Eve, so I found one of those like Magnum wine bottles. Drank the whole thing. Red wine. <laughs> drank the whole thing because, you know, it creeps on you, so I didn't know how drunk I was going to get. Spent uh, New Year's Day throwing up. My mom didn't know why. I was wow. like, because I'm a fucking party animal. Jesus Christ. This episode is brought to you by Rehab. Yeah. Corey, was, go to it. I was going <laughs> to kind of segue this into like a fake, funny, you know, like intervention until like, like it dawns on me you need a real one. So we're going to skip yeah. that joke. Save that for the next podcast. <laughs> if you can see the look on Corey's face right now. Corey's intervention <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Come on here. Every week. Baby thirsty. Every week we bring on someone who uh, shares a heartfelt letter about what <laughs> And then we get high and make fun of it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Let the healing process begin, you fucking loser. <laughs> The show where we use Corey's problem as a launching pad for topical <laughs> conversations with some of the funniest hurt family members we know. Bring your tissue boxes, people. We're going to be getting deep. <laughs> In that repairman's ass, am I right? Oh! Back. Full circle. Let's deflection, deflection. <laughs> change the subject. No, I'm just kidding. Right, we so can keep talking about it. <laughs> no shame. Protect your supply, kids. Uh, <laughs> one more question. Uh, this is kind of a real one. Uh, have you ever had a borderline supernatural experience with a machine? <laughs> have, <laughs> that was, like, have you ever had like a creepy thing happen? Like. You know, a TV goes on, you can't explain why, and it wakes up in the middle of the night. I feel like 
Yes, I actually okay. have. So uh, down the hall, this was fairly recently. Uh, my, it was like around the time of my aunt's uh, birthday. No, her death birthday. <laughs> and um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it was uh, and. Uh, so the TV down the hall, I was out in the living room, I was doing uh, work or whatever, and uh, all of a sudden the TV went on, and it was, um, and it was her favorite soap opera was, it came on, and oh, it was shit. like, what the, f-? and I was like, holy shit. So I, um, I called my parents, I was like, did you put the timer on the TV down the hall? They're like, no, uh, we, we didn't. And then, uh, well, fuck, what, um, so I go down there, and I go to turn off the TV, and I was like, well, you know, if she wants the TV on, just leave, just leave it on, and then and then uh, I so I turn I turned it off after the show was over, and it's it's never gone on again. Oh, that's actually that's that's I was not expecting a story that dead on. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Pretty pretty great. Wow. I like that you left it on. That's really cool. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like that you celebrate death days. <laughs> <laughs> death well, birthday. The, yeah. the birth of her death. <laughs> It's a long afterlife. <laughs> and the start of a great friendship with death. <laughs> he is a nice guy. Last he time he brought pizza. He gets a bad rap. <laughs> I, got, I brought some pizza, but I'm going to be taking your grandpa. No, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm here for Dan. <laughs> How are we leaving? Horse. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm parked out front. <laughs> the Dragula. Caligula. And I'm going to fuck your wife. Death. So, uh, anyone, uh, Brandon, you have uh, any experience like that? Not that I can recall. No, no, no. Corey, no. Nope. 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 Just solid no for Corey. Nope. You want to make one up? So, uh, one time. There's uh, a TV down the hall. I was sleeping on. in my bed, and my sex machine <laughs> turned itself on. A.K.A. A.K.A. So, the woman woke up? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> and she started playing uh, James Brown sex machine. And made me, she made me do some pretty, <laughs> some pretty, I don't want to talk about it. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that's been our show. <laughs> I need a drink. Oh, we're, getting, we're getting a little photo here. Yeah, photo, up. photo up. Who is it? Oh, my God. Dead air, dead air. Dead air. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got a smile. This is dead air. Though. Yeah. yeah. You didn't have to stop. I wanted a candid shot, but Mama Dan, yeah, but we're all high. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, flashing bulbs! Yeah. I was scared. <laughs> Bingo. Dan Catwhite, anything you want to plug? Uh, nope. Uh, open mic at uh, <laughs> Analiffy's on Wednesdays. Fun. Very cool. Uh, sign up eight o'clock. Shows at nine. Cool. And what's the next uh, words and music? Uh, the twelfth. Uh, yes, September twelfth. It's a Monday. Dan and Craig host that together. It's a really fun show. Come it's check fun. it out. Goddamn blast. Uh-huh. Brandon Smith, got anything? Yes. Uh, we have two open mics going that have been pretty good lately at Slanty's on Monday in Naugatuck at 8 o'clock. And there's a good regular crowd there, and they actually listen and pay attention. And Pat seems to wrangle them pretty well, so it's a good open mic. And then also we do E. McHenry's in Brantford. That's at 9 o'clock on Wednesday. And that's been pretty good, hit or miss, but the owner get, uh, does a good job to get some people in there, so it's cool. Nice. So, yeah, check those out. Uh, I'd like to plug in this electric razor <laughs> and shave that repairman's asshole so I can get in there real deep <laughs> like and toss All that right. repair salad. Okay. Close. All right. Guys, you can follow the show at Twilight Zone Pod on Twitter. Uh, also, I just wanted to click uh, plug the uh, next Cafe 9 comedy open mic. It's going to be 
September 7th at 9 o'clock. It's a Wednesday. Uh, send your people over when you're done with them. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to yours too. So uh, Awesome. Yeah, maybe I just canceled. Uh, One more thing I want to talk about: the uh, Amazon link that we have at upatcomedylol.com. If you guys shop on Amazon, you have go there to first. use Duncan Trussell's. Yes, use his. Use his. Don't use mine because we use it for like horrible things. But anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, there, there's a there's a link at the yeah. You just click on it yep. and then purchase whatever you want to purchase on Amazon. Yep. Doesn't cost you any extra money, but nope. it supports the show. Yep, they give us a piece of uh, it. Yep. Pretty sweet deal. Uh, Duncan Trussell has one, too. I, just yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> All right, good night, folks. Don't, don't, don't contribute to that one. <laughs> uh, Bye. Keep your eye on the sky. <laughs>